beaten and abused as a kid. He would find me if I hid. Fist, whips, belts and canes. He didn't care about giving me all that pain. Big, fat, swollen lip. And in the middle, there would be a split. Come down in the morning, but I couldn't eat. Face and lips too swollen. I couldn't even speak. He'd look at me like there was nothing wrong. I'd hold back the tears and try to be strong. Just a little girl, eight or nine. What he was doing was a crime. Finger bruises on my chest. I'd have to cover them with a vest. Twenty stone man and a little girl. He made my life a living hell. My mum walked out and left four babies. We didn't see her for ages. She didn't fight to get us. My dad got custody with no fuss. Being beaten as a child made me strong and a bit wild. I'd I'd protect and care for my sisters even if my back had blisters from a whipping my dad had gave I'd carry on and have to be brave I was a born mother and wife Caring for people has been my life. Doctor would say, who cares for you? Nobody cares for me. That's something I do. Not going to be beaten and abused anymore. I don't let people through my door. I live alone with my cats. I love them and they love me back. True Life Poem from Diane Roxy Barker. Tune in for more real life stories. Hi, if you've listened to the sad poem, Beaten and Abused, then I need to let everyone know that it didn't ruin my life or my relationship with my dad. This is the first time that I have mentioned my childhood on the internet out of respect for my dad who I loved very much, and sadly, he passed away this year at the ripe old age of 90. Don't think I'll even make it to 60. 
I wrote a poem called Mum and Dad for my stepmum Joy, who was there and stopped the abuse. I will be telling a few stories about the abuse my mum gave me, but she left four girls and the youngest was four or five years old. I think I was eight or nine years old when she left, so I didn't get so many beatings after she left because she was the one that would make my dad beat me on occasions. The thing is, she would have already given me a good hiding for whatever it was that I had done wrong. So why she had to nag my dad as soon as he got home from a long day at work, about 8 or 9pm, I don't know. We were, we were all in bed. Sometimes I was awake and could hear her shouting at my dad, saying, Diane done this, Diane that. I can't remember those details, so it couldn't have been that bad. Otherwise, I would remember what I had done, because I remember being whipped with his belt. I shared a room with my elder sister, it never seemed to bother her watching me getting beaten with a belt. She would never ask if I was okay. Well, I can't remember her ever caring. And I can remember my sister younger than me. She would cry when she seen my beaten face. And she would bring me a biscuit or something to eat if I had been sent to bed with no dinner. I remember I had a packet of cream crackers and a cheap tub of margarine. Even now, I seem to always have a packet of cream crackers. But now it's... Anchor butter, no cheap margarine now. It wasn't just the belt that my dad would use, but if you've listened to Beaten and Abuse, you would know how else he would abuse me. There was a few times that I did deserve the beating. Well, not the beating that he would give me, but I did deserve to be in trouble because I did something wrong. I used to go to a youth club with my elder sister. I'd done judo, cooking, trampolining and other things. This night I was doing cooking. I had to be home at a certain time. It was coming up to the time that I should be leaving, but my cooking was not ready. I could have left it and got home on time, but there was no guarantee that I wouldn't get a beating even if I got home on time. If my dad had been drinking or just in a bad mood, he would have found something that he would think deserves for me to have a beating. 
Well, I got home with my sister about 30 minutes late. My dad had been drinking. There was a bottle of alcohol on the table, nearly empty. He started shouting at me and my sister. He threw me down onto the sofa and slapped my and slapped me across the face. My sister to my surprise came over to him and said, "Dad, she was just waiting for her cooking to be ready." He stood up because he was leaning down over me and pushed my sister hard. She went flying and fell to the floor and screamed because she twisted her ankle. She was wearing shoes with a big platform. My dad went back to shouting at me for being late, not doing as I was told, and giving me a couple of punches in the face. I tried to move out of the way. My sister left the room limping. I thought she had just gone to our room and left me. My dad was pissed. He was slurring his words and spit was coming out of his mouth onto me. I was crying and screaming, which made him worse. He put his hands around my neck and started to strangle me, shouting, shut up, shut up. I tried to get his hand off my neck, but I was only a little girl. I was finding it hard to breathe and thought I was going to die. I slipped down the sofa and was fighting for breath and to get him to stop. The sofa had no arms on it and there was a LP case at the side of the sofa. My head was over the side of the sofa and my dad caught his hand on the clasp of the LP case and said, ow, and let go of my neck because he hurt his hand. Then I heard someone shout out, police, and my dad stood up and said, what do you want? The police took him outside of the house. A policewoman helped me up and got some tissue from the toilet and wiped some blood off my face as my nose and lip was bleeding. I also had red marks around my neck. She asked me what had happened. I remember saying he tried to kill me. My sister came in and I could see she was upset. She actually put her arm around me. I was crying and said, I thought you left me. She said, no, I went to Debbie's to call the police. Debbie lived a couple of doors away and we played with her kids. My sister and the couple of policemen that were in the house went outside where my dad had calmed down a bit. I was speaking to, and was speaking to the police. 
I said I didn't want to stay and wanted to go and stay with my auntie. But they said that everything would be okay now. And me and my sister should just go to bed. And my dad would be okay in the morning when he had sobered up. I was very scared and thought that my dad would carry on beating me and kill me after the police left. He wouldn't get away with that nowadays. He would have gone to jail for what he had done to me. But back then in the 1970s, parents were allowed to hit their children. Even when I went to school with fat lips, bruised face and whip marks on my back, which the PE teacher would see when I was changing into my PE kit, nothing would be done. And when I was asked what had happened, I would say that my dad done it. My dad carried on beating me until I left home when I was 15 years old. There's a lot more stories for me to tell. My dad's mum moved in with us to help out and I could see why my dad was like that because my nan would hit me as well. She would use weapons as well, and as well as her hands. Brush, broom handle, books, anything that was near her. I didn't like her and would write in my diary about things that she had done. My mum didn't go to court to get custody of us, so my dad got custody of us four girls. I do respect him for keeping us and not putting us into care. Mind you, I might have been better off in care. I had a couple of friends that would invite me to stay at their home. I, it was nice to be away from home and their mums used to be nice to me. And I even stayed for a week with one family. The mum felt sorry for me and was very nice to me. I loved staying there and didn't want to go home. I used to stay with my auntie Sonia in the summer holidays. Well, that's another story. Please tune in for more updates of my life. Some people call me a nutter, but take a look at my mother. Come stay with me, have a normal life. After a day, you want to cut your wrist with a knife. At mine, it's stress-free, she gel. In the morning, you'd think you're in hell. Use manners, be nice and respect, but she'll still be nasty, so what the heck? Read this, read that, look at this, look at that. Hours and hours of moaning and chat. You listen and listen and be polite. But after all that, she'll still want to fight. 
Come stay at mine, have a normal life. Rubbish, all you get is moaning and strife. Come to mine, it's a stress-free zone. In the morning, I wanted to run home. In the bathroom, sat on the loo. No peace, she walks in and starts chatting to you. Go to bed on my own at last. But in she comes, only five minutes have passed. Chatting and parading like she's on stage. Standing there naked, saying, do I look good for my age? Don't know what to say, don't want to lie. But if I tell the truth, she might cry. No, she wouldn't cry, she'd shout and be nasty and rude. I can't look at her standing there in the nude. Been by herself for over 25 years, but no one could live with her, they'd end up in tears. Snappy, nasty and rude, why I don't know. Maybe because for years she's been all alone. Here I'm sat writing at home all alone, but I won't be like her doing nothing but moan. There will be more stories about my mother's treatments.